Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Smart Wrestling Fan More, episode number 184. I am Joe Negron, along with Craig. Hello. Hello, Joseph. How's it going? It's going. Good. We're here and we're going. We're going. That's an achievement. That's a good thing. We're just doing a show. Of course, you know, we're going to review NXT 2.0 today. No, we're not. Do not make me swear again, man. That I will. When I saw what had happened on certain parts of those programs, I was just like, I even tweeted WWE. I said, oh my God, I'm so glad we don't have to review that anymore. Dude, it is the greatest feeling I've had in years. Well, not literally, because then I'd have a pretty sad life. But when I go on my wrestling thing and I look at that stupid thumbnail. It's really dumb. Look at it. It's the best freedom feeling. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. So good. It's not, wow, we're missing nothing. Yeah, do you have anything that, that we need to know that happened? Because nope. I don't know, because I nope. ain't watching it. They're building to in your house right now, and it's, I don't care. That's it. Who cares? Yeah. With the, you know with what, the dumb, stip, real quick, dumb stipulation. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, if if, if Braun Breaker gets disqualified, Joe Gacy wins the title at the pay-per-view or whatever, free oh, preview, whatever it is. Yep. That feeling? Oh. Boy, that yep. title's really going to change hands for sure. Poor Braun Breaker, trapped in Rubbishville. Yep. He won't be there. He, believe me, he will not be there that long. I was, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know if I say this on the show or in our conversations, but I'll say it anyway. Every time AEW has a surprise, I find a way to spoil myself. I spoiled myself Aww. on their joke surprise today, but I'm, I was secretly hoping, you know, maybe Braun Breaker got released and I didn't hear about <laughs> it. And maybe he's going to be able to do something decent in a decent company, but no. Aww. Didn't happen. Uh, one day, be nice. one day, maybe one day. You never that'd know. be nice. So let's tell people the new format of the show. So the new format of the show is we have this thing, and it is called the Storm Tamers Wheel of. Now it's the Storm Tamers Wheel of anything but WWE wrestling. That's what it's called. So we put a whole bunch of different wrestling companies on this wheel, and then we're going to spin the wheel, and then whatever it tells us to do, we're going to do it. So, and there's wrestling shows on here. There's also two spaces. One's called Twitter's Choice, where we will put up a poll of four different things. And then you on Twitter can can vote. And there's one called Listener's Choice, where people email in. And then if it hits Listener's Choice, everybody that emailed in that week, we will randomly draw one of those emails and then watch what they want us to watch. That's so, a good idea. There you go. That's that's what we're doing right now. But I can tell you, um, there's a. I'm not going to say everything that's on this wheel because I want there to be surprises. But we have such wrestling on here, such as AEW Dark, <gasps> The Masked Wrestler, Good. ICW, NWA, Impact, Ooh, Ooh. Paradigm Pro Wrestling, and others that I won't name. So there's tons of different wrestling companies on here. Some you Can will I say, know, guys, and I some you won't. I don't even know what's on there. I don't even know what's on there. So it's a surprise to me as well. That's true. Yeah, this is exciting. I mean, eventually, for for people that want to go on Twitter, we'll put a picture of the wheel on there so you can see. They'll see exactly what's on there. But just if you're just listening and you're not on Twitter, then you get you know you get more surprises, I guess. But um, we're today, of course, you can't do that gimmick on the first episode. So we picked something and we watched something. And then when we're done at the end of the show, we will spin the wheel and then watch whatever it says or we'll go to the polls or whatever. So 
Go to the polls. That's it. So we'll see what happens. But for right now, we picked a show called Open Wrestling. And this was, this is on. Wasn't it Wrestling Open? Wrestling Open. Why do I write Open Wrestling? I already got the name wrong. So that's awesome. <laughs> I, I got the name wrong. You wrestling know. Open. I don't know why. It says Wrestling Open right here, but then in my in the on the title, it says Open Wrestling. Wow. I already screwed that up, so that's good. So this should be a great review. Um right. yeah. you're forgiven. You're immediately forgiven. It's okay. We did Wrestling Open and this is um if you've ever seen Beyond Wrestling or you know the Massachusetts um wrestling scene then you might know some of these people and i guarantee you will know some of these people um and then some of them you probably never heard of so we're going to review that and then uh and this is they have a what they do is they have a um live show that they broadcast every thursday night at 8 p.m eastern i think um so this is uh the past this past thursday show so i guess it's what may 12th right that's what it was that's what it was let's do this let's Let's find out what the heck this is because it was something (laughs) it is something oh dear listeners i think craig's negativity is gonna kick in again i think i'm just trained to be negative oh no well i think i think i am I have many I positive know. and negative things to say. So, but but I had fun watching it. It sounds like you didn't have as much fun as I did. There was moments. There was moments of fun. Okay. But there was moments of. Uh, that was it. We really, really. This is this is this is what we're doing. Okay. Well, we can bring back. Guy, N- uh, we can bring next week. We can bring back NXT. No, 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 no. <laughs> Are you sure? Oh, I am sure. Okay. Joe, I'll have to live many years to ever watch an NXT product ever again. Mm, I don't there's there's, watch there's it. traumatic stress associated with those three <laughs> letters now. There's that's true. <laughs> serious, serious business. I can't believe I already called it open wrestling. Oh my god. Maybe we can call it open wrestling because you know what, man? We're followers. <laughs> We're setting trends. Who who are they to tell us what to call it? Yes. So let's uh, get the wrestling open. Does that work? It doesn't really work. This was weird because the first second of the show is the just ringing out. So there's no, there's no, there's nothing. There's no and I didn't un- just, right. I didn't no, understand yeah. that we were watching the thing before they go like officially yeah. start the show. This is kind of like a, a one match pre-show. It's a pre-show. <laughs> it's really weird. It was but very it weird. A, it had one really good second in it that I was like, geez. Anyway, it is. I so think you mean, you mean the finish, the right? Yeah. It was really good. Was I don't know what I, I rewound it four times. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I, do, I, I attempted to describe it, and I'm like, Joe will know what this is. But was, Whoa, I barely know what it is. It's crazy. So let's just set the tone here. This is your typical indie promotion. It's not a bingo hall, but it's just a random community hall. I can um, tell you exactly where it is, though. This is the White Eagle in Worcester, Massachusetts. So if you know if you're having a wedding or a bar mitzvah, or you just want to sit around at the bar with the old-timey guys there, this is some kind of... VFW Hall or something like that. How do you spell Worcester? Worcester. Okay. What is it? Okay. You know, I don't know. It's horrible. I wouldn't, I would have never thought it was Worcester, Massachusetts, but the, but the guy on TV said it was. So did you discuss that exact location on the main show? No, Uh, I don't think so. I might've said Worcestershire sauce, but I don't know. 
somewhere, and it's something I listened to this week, they mentioned that, and it was brought up that it's spelled stupid, and it made me think of something, and now you're going to hear my stupid thought. Joe, you're an American, correct? I think so. Last time you checked? Mm -hmm. Explain this to me. K-A-N-S-A-S spells? Kansas. A-R-K-A-N-S-A-S spells? Arkansas. No, it's Arkansas. It's stupid. I know. I know. It's well, in only in America we can you can have the word G H O T I. You know what that spells? G H O T I. Goatee? No, it spells fish. (laughs) What? Yep. Explain? Seriously? Um well. G-H, if you say the word tough, that's an F sound. So that's F from oh, fish. okay. And then, yeah. yeah, you could figure out the rest from there. But I yeah. Can't. O is I and Thai is sh. No, I can't work it out. Mm-hmm. Like, like institution. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's wow. all there. America. Yep. We <laughs> are dumb. That's it. So, Sorry, so away. It's fine. Don't worry about fish. it. It's spelled. Equally it says stupid. fish. It's pronounced fish. Yeah, Worcester. Worcester. Wor- yeah, not Worcester. Sense. Worcester. No, it's Worcester. No Worcester. Worcester. Worcestershire sauce. I don't know, but anyway. I don't know. Words, people. Words. But let's talk about these wrestlers that are already let's in the ring. Yeah. So yeah. So we're in the bingo hall, whatever you want to call it. There's about what a hundred people in attendance. Probably, all and they're all just sorted beverage in hand, and they're all just floor seats, and they're just sitting around and standing around, and they're they are. This is one of those companies where they let you come like all the way up to the apron until the end of the show, and it's when ridiculous. No one listens. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's so, listening. Yeah, so, no one listened. It was so awkward, but we'll get no. to that. So yeah. So. Let's describe wrestler number one. He's the he's the heel, and he's the tattooed torture expert, Blackstrom. Blackstrom looks like, and I'm going to say this a lot tonight, if not with these specific people, but if Biff Busick, Malachi yeah. Black, and Kyle O'Reilly had a baby. Okay, that that's that's not bad. That's, that's Blackstrom, and then the one lunged angel. Yep. Although I wrote the one lunged angle. Yeah. Bryce Donovan. Who's your, you know, indie, riffic, long hair, lanky, lippy floppy kind of guy? Yeah. So okay. He's he's from um, the Shook Crew, which if you don't know, that's Max Caster is an honorary member of that uh, group with him and Bobby Orlando. So and Bobby Junior. Those are that's the Shook Crew. And I knew about this because when I saw about this wrestling open company and this Beyond Wrestling, I saw. That Max Caster still goes there every week, every Thursday. Yeah, what it's if crazy? An injury? Like, what if some green wrestler injures him? Isn't Tony Khan um, concerned? I I think that they're pretty limited, as we'll see. So, well, this is this is true. I've never seen <laughs> such rudimentary moves used as finishes in all my life throughout the show. Some but, of them, yeah, that were shocking. Like, what was one? A Russian leg sweep got the pin. I couldn't like, believe that was real. Serious? Yeah, I could not believe it. That made me laugh. All right, so look, um. These guys are decent. It's a short match, so let's make it clear. With all these matches, except yeah. for the main event, there's a 10-minute time limit. Yes. The main event has a 20-minute time limit. Right. So, so this is that not, gives you an idea. This is not hours of, of, of just chain wrestling and good wrestling. This is entertainment packed into small matches with 
major like character work. That's really what this is. So if you liked if you liked things in the past like Chikara, in fact, you'll see people from there here. Um, it's one guy especially we'll talk about. But if you like that kind of just character work, then this might be your favorite show. If you want long, really high quality wrestling matches, no, this is not what you're looking for at all. No, definitely not. And the only thing I can really say about this match is that the the finisher of this was, uh, I don't even know how to describe it. I wrote, yeah. it was Donovan wins the match, but it was this really like super dangerous looking spike pile driver DDT. It was this nasty looking driver where he grabs, scoops you up and then just plops you almost on your head. This Literally. That was scary. Um, but yeah, he does get the win with that. And I didn't Jesus. hear if they said it was, if there was the finishing move name or what it was, I didn't hear it. So it was, it was honestly one of the more impressive looking finishes I've seen. It was. And that was on the pre-show. Yeah. Just, like, yeah, I, I, it was, it was bizarre that it was so good. And the guy didn't get hurt. It was done quite well, but wow. Yeah, it was fine. That was pretty impressive. So that was it. That's that match. And the other thing about this promotion is that they'll play your entrance music, but they won't play your music when you win. So every time someone gets a W, there's just silence. And That's true. That was weird jarring. to me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. know why they did that. It's very unusual. But anyway, so look, that wasn't a bad match. Short match. Not terrible. Not a bad start to the night. And then we cut to this weird moon landing sequence. <laughs> it's IWTV, the- but it's the, what is it? It's the MTV ripoff. It's the MTV ripoff of the moon man and the flag and all that. And yep. this is in front of a lot of shows on the IWTV. If you want to look this up, if you want to find out where we're getting a lot of these wrestling shows from, not all of them, but a, but a b- pile of them, it's from uh, independentwrestling.tv. So they have live shows like every day, basically. And weekends, I mean, are packed with different like times. You could just watch different live shows from around the country. So pretty cool stuff. Um, that's where I first heard about this. And um, yeah, that's that's their that's the opening little opening thing that they do on a lot of their shows. So. Right, you should contact them and see if they want to sponsor because they're gonna going to get a lot to. of free publicity. I'm, and it's you know what. Yeah, you, it's actually quite a nice little platform to support because it has so much content. There's there. uh, there's ridiculous amount of stuff on there. So, yeah, like it's it's it deserves a little bit of recognition because yeah, good stuff. Yeah. All right, so the official opening of the show is Thomas Santel. Oh my God, he's and like the he, he's like a 1950s nerd. You know what he is? Yes, he's George know. McFly. He's George McFly. Yes, yeah, he's George McFly. It's exactly what he is. He sure is. So, yeah, he is challenging Brett Ryan Goslin, <laughs> who is a jokey cowboy gimmick. And we're going to have a few cowboy gimmicks tonight. But, we yeah, are. so some of the some of the promos tonight, like backstage stuff, um, a little weird. Some of them are baffling weird. to me. <laughs> a but, little like, why did that exist? But, yeah, this one is, I'm not just a nerd. You're a, you're, I know you're more than a fake cowboy, so I got to be careful. You're not going to be easy to beat and all this. So, yeah, that's what this is. Yeah, and that match is 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 right now. So, it's it's Brett Ryan Goslin comes out with a little toy horse that they call Clip Clop. Oh, my God. Clip Clop is just a horse head on a stick like you'd have, yeah. like, again, my kids have. as a like child. Kids have. Yes. Yep. We got three of those in the house, and I had to build a holding stable for them because oh, they keep tripping over. Wow. So, yeah. Clip clop. Uh, and Thomas Sortel Santel comes out to 
not a Back to the Future theme, but it's the theme from when they're it's, in the graduation, it's Earth the, Angel. It's the Enchantment Under the Sea dance. It's Earth Angel. Yeah. And yes, that is the song that played um, when his parents, when Marty's parents kissed. So yes, this is this is all a... And and his name is the Oval Teen Dream. So this is all yeah. 1950s gimmick here. Yeah, and he and he falls over when he gets in the ring. So oh, of course he does. He just stacks it. So of course he know. falls over. He's a big nerd. Um, and did you get the the commentator's name here? I did not. It I is not. it is Paul Crockett, and he is basically <laughs> Joey Styles because he has no help at all. There's no one else on commentary. And to be brutally honest, I thought he did fine. He did, he did really, yeah. for by, being yeah. by himself, he did yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Like, there was not one point where he annoyed me or where he felt nope. like he was out of his depth. He did his job and he did it well. And for a yeah. one-man booth, it, it, it was, yeah, it didn't get boring. So, no, yeah, well not done. at all. Well done. Look, um, this is a typical indie match, you know. There's, I don't know how to describe a typical indie match because they're all kind of the same. It's kind of the gimmicks and the, the little spots that kind of stand out. But I feel like the only real point of this match was, you know, Santel was nursing a back injury all match. And well, he was, but was that because George McFly's, it, that's his gimmick, that his back goes out. Oh, out on oh. the golf course again. Oh, yeah. you're right. I think that's what it is. I didn't put two and two together. Wow, that yeah. is some good character work. I didn't. I, didn't I like realize it. That. Yeah. Okay, if I had realized that, maybe I'd be a little bit nicer to him. But <laughs> I thought the match was a bit dull. But in the end, he wins with a running power slam, and that was it. Um, Santel wins. That's it. George McFly gets his victory. And yeah. I don't know. I, don't know I didn't know if we were supposed to think that was an upset or whatever. I don't know. I have no well, idea. This is the problem. We have zero context. And that's so. true. That's I mean, the commentator's trying to help us. In some of the matches, he says it, that would have been an upset. He tells us. But yeah. in this one, I wasn't quite sure. And there's some kind of feud with Santel against the the, the Brett Ryan Goslin and the, the the Stetson Ranch. There's, yeah. there's this whole thing that we didn't know about. So Yeah, a lot of this went over my head, to be honest. And I don't, I, again, I'm. I mean, I've reviewed NXT, but I had, I'm like, do I include this information? Because it's kind of means nothing to anybody because right. no one follows this promotion. <laughs> right. So like, do I, do well, I if, we say, if we spin the wheel and it comes up again, I guess we better know some stuff. <laughs> this is true, too. This is true. This but is then again, true. it might never come up again. We just don't know. It's the randomization of the wheel. So, uh, Well, we can only hope. Um, <laughs> next match. I, I hated this match. This was absolute rubbish. Anastasia Morningstar, who again, with my... To describe the wrestlers to you, she's a bit of a fusion between Awesome Kong yes. and Willow Nightingale. In You're my pretty opinion. much right, and but she comes out to Castlevania music, so right away I was happy with that. Was that Castlevania music? It sure was. I need to go back and re-listen to that. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget as a kid, Castlevania, me and my sister played Simon's Revenge. I Simon's Quest, was, was yes. It, Simon's Quest, and it took us, this is back in the days where you couldn't get tips, there was a... Right. A part of the game, you had to kneal down on the yeah. far left of the screen. Do you right, to that? get the tornado or whatever. Yes, get the yeah. tornado. We had to ring a hotline how, to learn that. How would anyone on earth ever so know that? Seriously. But we rung the hotline, we spent the money, and it gave us the answer. So. Yeah. Good old Castlevania. Somewhere in this house somewhere, I have a sketch I drew of an as an eight-year-old Ooh. of the final boss scene in Castlevania. <clears> That's awesome. Uh, yeah, somewhere. I've got to find it. Wow. Anyway, so Anastasia Morningstar is is facing Chocolate Thunder, Karen Bam Bam. 
And if that name doesn't give it away, she's a big flamboyant lady. Yeah. Who it's, I don't know how else to describe this. Is that good enough? That's pretty much it. And I yeah. always see her on Twitter, but I've never seen her wrestle that I can remember. So what did you think of this match, Joe? This match was botchy, but it was basically them clowning. It was like, let's do a sumo spot. Let's do a test yeah. of strength. Let's do yeah. this. And it's just two, two big wrestlers just being big and wrestling. I mean, that's all it is. And then the finish is completely botched. Oh, I thought she did a knee. I thought she did <laughs> a knee. I really did. So it's, it's also kind of just like, if you like big butts and you cannot lie, you might like this This match. is the match for you, yeah. This is the match for you. So the, the finishing spot was meant to be a Samoan drop. Yeah. Um, but it didn't come off. And her knee, her being um, Anastasia Morningstar, yeah. I have knee injuries since I was 15. I know a knee injury. I am shocked and awed that she was able to get up. Her knee buckled. and, and Her knee buckled in. and Bam Bam just how... went down like in on one side, not the other. So yes. this definitely was not supposed to happen like this. This was hideously done. It was really bad. And I, li- I literally thought a second I saw, oh my gosh, she's done. She's we're going to get stretches. Yeah. She's not going to be able to get out of the ring. Somebody got injured tonight. I can't remember who, but I, 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 I I'll try and remember then, but somebody it, actually did get hurt. Was it? I can't remember his name. Uh, was it the hail bloke? I can't remember if it was him. He got, um, turnbuckled to the side. He had a big red. I saw him get all the scratches, but not him. Not somebody that? was somebody tweeted right after this. They were in the they were in the hospital and their ankles blown out and they're going to be out. Oh, I didn't. I wish I could. I wish I would have written it down. But this was I didn't see it until after. Didn't even notice it. But okay. Yeah. All right. Next match. So there's there's not many. Um, so wait, who won? We didn't say oh, who won. An- yeah, Anastasia Morningstar yeah. with the botched Samoan drop. Yeah. So yeah, and I don't know how she didn't explode her knee apart. Mm. So then we just cut straight to Jay George. And <laughs> initially my description was a Cuban Elvis, but as I saw here more, that's a pretty bad description. <laughs> yes. He's not that, but it's not that, but yeah, he's this director guy. Yeah. And he's it's it. I'm trying to remember. I think his Twitter account is Jay George, the movie. I think, look, it was an interesting gimmick. Because when he comes out, he's basically telling the crowd, look, you're all extras in my movie and you better take my direction. Yeah. And when I come out, I want you to chant, welcome back. And so he was telling the crowd, which was an interesting little gimmick. Um, Of course, when he comes out, only about three people do what he says, because that's what that was supposed to do. Of they course, I'm pretty says. sure they're not supposed to like him. And also no. he's a jerk. And also the ring announcer says, moving at 24 frames per second, yes. Jay George. Yeah. I thought that was funny. Like so and he has the what's it called the slap thing where you the go, slate yeah the slate the, yeah, yeah. Slate. and midway through the match he actually pulls out the slate and he's trying to direct his opponent on what to do which is pretty funny as well that was all that right. was funny except you don't slap that to cut that's not a thing that that you would think if you don't make movies you might think that but that's no, not an actual thing but yes i knew what he was going for there at least at least they're trying to put some funniness here and he's going yeah. up against the big boy from brooklyn I just called him Fat New Jack, Tyree Taylor. <laughs> oh, poor Tyree Taylor. He was good. He yeah. was good. I didn't, I didn't mind him. He's a, he's a big, agile, think Keith Lee light kind of style. Yeah. Um, he was all right. He actually he was actually quite good. Anyway, um, I was actually kind of impressed by this match because there was actually some proper wrestling. And yes. these guys, they weren't terrible. They were doing some real spots and... Some things that made you go, wow, like Tyree Taylor can move. He's actually not terrible at all. 
So I was kind of impressed. You could see um, the potential with these guys. Yeah. Look, this whole show is... You have to be a little bit over positive because if you were going to be negative, like we are, you're just going to be saying it was green and it was botchy, you know. So I'm trying to present because it's the, an uh, indie show and yeah. not a billion dollar company producing it's it, like okay. stupid NXT. I'm okay with it. That's fine. That's, that's not. That's what I'm expecting get. like five dollar wrestling or whatever. That's what I'm expecting, and that's what I'm getting. Oh my god, Joe, that's the name of the newest promotion: five dollar wrestling. That is a thing. Is that, a, is that a promotion? That's a real wrestling company. I don't know if they still exist. Oh, well, it's a good name. Let me see. Hold on. $5. Might be on the, on, on the website. I remember before the pandemic, but I wonder if it still exists. Um, hmm. $5 wrestling. Wrestling. It's called Wrestling So Good It's Bad. And then it looks <laughs> like, like... They're honest. The last thing. Wow. Yeah. Um... Oh, the website says February 23rd, 2014. <laughs> well, the pandemic didn't affect them. I'm poor, pretty sure. Poor $5 wrestling. They should have charged $6. They would have been fine. I think I think it's time for $10 wrestling. They could do that these days. It's 2022. Yeah, I, I, I believe so. Inflation. Hmm. Sure. Um, so, yeah, so this match, Tyree Taylor gets the win with a sit-out powerbomb. And that was all right. That wasn't a terrible match at all. Yeah. It's just, you know, big guy versus kind of athletic guy and a little bit of character work. And it was all right. No. Yeah. So, so far, I have not been blown away by anything. No, you, I, and th- I, you no. know, I, the, the funniest thing so far that I saw or most entertaining thing was George McFly. I thought that was pretty great. But also, um, they had advertised earlier in the show that it's going to be Beyond Wrestling versus Wrestling Open on June 12th. It's a Sunday, like, special event. And, um, this Tyree guy is like, I want to be on Team Wrestling Open. He doesn't want to be yes. on Beyond Wrestling's team. So, and he's calling out someone from Beyond Wrestling, but I don't know if I don't remember if I didn't get the name or if he didn't say the name. Yeah, I'm not that's sure. That's what he was doing. Yeah, yeah. But that's what he was doing there. So, so all right, cool. Setting up some some fuse down the line. Now this yeah. this is this is a terrible. I don't know what the heck this guy was. <laughs> he was at home. His, what the, he was in front of his home window, like just these neighborhood streets <laughs> in the background. And he's just got his camera up and he's like, wait a second, mom, just doing a promo. Yep. Give me a minute. Anyone who watches um, Being the Elite or every now and then, AEW Dark or yeah. the main show might know Ryan Nemeth. This guy was as if Ryan Nemeth had a baby with EC3. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what he was. And he's just basically grateful because he's prepping for a house party and he's a Jersey guy. And that was it. What was his wait. name? Ray Jazz. Ray Jazz. That's it. Ray yes. Jazz. But with that's one it. Z. One Z, and he's getting ready for Memorial Day weekend. So whatever that is. So okay. yeah, he's just prepping his party. That's it. So hmm. okay. all, right. all right. I think I just wanted to kill thirty-five seconds. I think so. He had a really strange way of talking. Yes, like he was. He was a strange old character. That one. Yeah. I just couldn't couldn't work him out. By the way, speaking of Ryan Nemeth, you don't think much of him, do you? Um. What's funny is when we watched AW tonight, there was a match with Farm Anderson in it, and I said. Whatever happened to Dolph, baby Dolph? Whatever happened oh, to him? I, I have a, a, a bizarre... He's on Being the Elite every week. And I don't know if he's kayfabe or if that's his weird personality, but I'm starting to like his stupid approach to everything. Hmm, okay. He's, he's, he's either the, the super driest sense of humor or he's just weird, but hmm. he's... Believe it or not, I can't believe I'm saying it. If, they, if he can work out himself and find his niche... He could have something in him. Okay. It's I can't believe I'm saying he's that. He's not just baby just, Dolph. 
No, he's got this really weird, super dry kind of twisted okay. sense of humor. I'd have to that see it. You need to watch about six different episodes to start getting a sense <laughs> of it, though, because that's all. Just initially, six you're like he's not acting. He's this is him, and he's a weirdo. Okay. Oh, there's something there. Maybe someone else sees what I mm-hmm. don't. But anyway. Speaking of, I don't think there's something there. The Church of Greatness. Oh, the Church of Greatness. What the heck is this? They come out in like golden robes <laughs> and with like a um a donations basket that you pass around in a church. Except and- it looks like um um like a bug skimmer from a swimming <laughs> pool. That's what yeah, it with is. A picnic basket on the this end. This is ridiculous. So, so that way you don't have to get close to the patrons. You can just stick that out into the crowd and hope face. they put money in there. And people in the crowd were putting dollar bills yes, in there. Yes, of course I, they were. They probably couldn't it. wait to put a buck in there. That's that's a heck of a gimmick. But so essentially they're like preachers from the Caribbean or something. And their names are <laughs> Brother J. Heru yeah. and Brother Greatness. Ridiculous. And you, I'm going to say this a few times tonight, and it's not a racial thing, but there's a lot of wrestlers tapping into the Xavier Wood New Day kind of well, vibe. Well, this this wasn't just the New Day thing. This was the um this, this was like a um Devon and Deacon Batista. That's what this was. I never saw Devon and Batista as a thing, so I'm close. Oh to the yeah, that's what that's this basically. <laughs> they did. Oh, they were just brother brother batista it's the small brother it's the smaller guy with the lar- with the monster basically or the big guy and then you okay. the, the big guy's collecting money yeah that's what this was wait devon and batista they're both big guys well but devon compared to like looks like he might be roided out batista devon's not oh, as okay. big you know Fair enough. I never knew they were a thing. I just learned that right now. Yeah, then, that that was back in the day where they did the brand split at first, and then they they were like, anything can happen. Teams can break up, and they broke up uh, the Dudleys. So oh, Bubba right. did his thing on Raw while Devon did his thing on SmackDown. Okay, didn't watch during those days, yeah. or if I did watch, I don't remember that, which is very possible with me. Yeah. So the Church of Greatness is going up against Waves and Curls. And initially, I'm like, I don't like these guys. But they very quickly won me over because they just really commit to their... They're basically New Day meets Street Profits. They're kind of big guy and kind of smaller, skinnier guy, Street Profits. But New Day kind of fun and colors and the crowd loves them. And They have confetti. When they jump up in the ring, they pop confetti. And and their entrance music is, I want to dance with somebody. (laughs) And the crowd is singing along to that. Yeah. And it was, it was actually pretty fun. Like, these these guys won me over. This was the first match, to be honest. The rest didn't do much for me. This was the first match. I went, okay, I'm having some fun now. This is all right. Yeah. The rest of it was like a bit of a, come on, I'm waiting for something to really grab me. But this match was all right. It started with a Bible reading. In the it was weird. The there was a sermon during the match. And then the, yeah. the Brother Greatness says something about Jesus Christ. And a guy in the crowd goes, who? So and was wasn't is this, is this the match where where they were chanting Hail Satan? Was this the match? Were they saying that? Later? Oh, there was definitely a match where because there was a religious character that were chanting <laughs> Hail Satan. Hundred percent. But that's the thing. Um, look, lots of fun spots in this match. It's a really high energy match, which is kind of matching these two teams, particularly Waves and Curls, because I say they're all the full color and they're actually decent. Some good wrestling. Um, Waves and Curls hits a three D to win, and that was actually fun so it was fun but there was this weird part i don't know how long the church of greatness has been together because there's this weird part in the middle of the match where brother haru doesn't know how to do double team moves so that he's telling him and he's like 
here. You just pick them up and do this. So I don't know. It, it, it definitely seems like, um, not like Batista, but kind of like that, where you knew they were going to split up. Well, what I gathered is that it seems like the Church of Greatness can have Brother Greatness at its helm, and then kind of maybe they've got a bit of a, a group of wrestlers they can pick from, because yeah. they did allude to that. And I don't think that Brother Jay Heru passed muster, because at the end of the match, he gets attacked. Yeah. And he says, everyone, and he being Brother Greatness, says everyone is going to pay for your sins, because Aww. Heru wasn't good enough. Aww. So I think there's a few other members of the Church of Greatness that we didn't see. we'll find out, yeah. We may. We, may we might. Um, now we get a recap of a feud between Teddy Goods <gasps> and Pedro Dones. 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 I don't know. And that I think it's Dones. But much to us. Teddy Goods was just on. I can't remember. He jobbed to Gunter or he jobbed to Veer. He was oh, either gosh. on SmackDown or Raw. I just saw him. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Well, we didn't get to see him tonight. I just got to see his face and his and his goatee, and that's it. But Was he any good? He was goods. No, he didn't get to do much. <laughs> it was it was Gunter, yeah. Gunter, yeah, you didn't even mean that. I didn't. But that's, what, that's who he wrestled, and he got destroyed, so I don't even know if he was good. Okay, all right, well, there you go. At least, you know, that's, that's a name. Quote but this Pedro guy, I'm like... I thought we escaped um, Tony D'Angelo. And this guy's like trying to be like he's like oh. some big tough guy. Speaking of escaping, sorry to detour. Oh, no. I, I No, no, no. I listened to um, your review with Holly and I had to laugh. You dropped NXT oh and God. then it moved to NXT UK. They ch- I four idiots laughing. chased us oh to the UK, God. including oh. Lash Legend. Including Lash Legend, and I was just listening, laughing the whole time because I'm like, I'm like, Holly, love your work, but sucked in. Now you know what we had to go through for the last seven, I, eight, they, nine, ten. Those wrestlers ruined that episode. Yeah, they ruined it. I can't believe the first episode out of us dropping it near enough. I think. Yeah. And they followed you over there. I just thought that was hilarious. Two you weird can't things. Escape, man. I know. Two, two weird things. One, they followed us over there. Two, when we stopped watching, yep. NXT got the lowest rating in its history on USA. Joe, we are claiming that. 100% I know. That of is course we are. I don't care if that makes sense or not. That is our doing. Yeah. Pat on the back, mate. Well done. Good. We move the needle. Ugh, we're that good. <laughs> needle movers. Anyway. Yes. So look, Pedro Donez is going to fight right now. But not against Teddy Goods. He's going to fight against Landon Hale. And again, if you want a description of Pedro Donez, imagine Ricky Stark had a baby with Taz. And that is exactly... Oh, I was going to say with Santino Morello, but okay. Well, maybe Santino Santino was the stepfather or something. But he says, and I liked Hale immediately because my wife is a chiropractor and apparently Landon Hale is a chiropractor. And so Pedro calls the crowds Cretans, which I haven't heard since I don't know when. And he says that he'll break Hale's neck and, you know, Hale won't be able to crack that. <gasps> but so, also we have to mention Pedro Pedro comes out to Hall and Oates making my dreams come true. You make my dreams come true song, which is which is Teddy Good's theme. So That's Pedro is a complete jerk. Oh, yeah. He's a massive jerk. And you know what? 
he looks like he'd be a jerk in real life. He's got that jerk face face going on. <laughs> yes. He just looks like he wouldn't be a nice person. No offense, Pedro. If I'm sure he you're wonderful. He's a jerk face. But he just had that face. Um, Pedro fights stiff too. Um, that's definitely his style. So he's not mucking around. He's a he's you know one of those old school hard hard wrestlers. And Landon Hale is very much your kind of indie, athletic, flippy floppy. Yeah. Looks looks good when he moves and he's all right. Um, but look, Pedro said. I'm going to break your neck. And so to win the match, Pedro wins with a neck breaker. Oh. So that's it. I mean, sort of. It really was a shoulder breaker. That it was, was a shoulder breaker. Yeah, but, that was. I'm trying to maintain the story. I was. <laughs> I know. And sort of the ring announcer, he was like, yeah. he kind of hit his neck. And I was like, Great, he's the it. shot caller and didn't even call his shot right. Yeah. But he was a bit. He could actually, if he committed full time, he could be half decent because there's some there's some charisma in Pedro there's some charisma in there but he's a bit rusty on the mic a bit rusty in the ring yeah but there's there's something he could make something of it if he really tried but anyway he gets on the ring on the mic sorry and he says all right Teddy Goods I'll fight you in two weeks but next week I want you to bring your girl and I'll bring my girl and we'll have a mixed tag match hmm where did that come from okay I don't know but it, he didn't even say next week though he's like next week I'm not going to be here but when we do, I don't even know what you're right. He's not really calling his shot. He's really, if his gimmick is, he's really bad at calling a shot. Maybe (laughs) that's what this is because wow. Yeah. He, he says, um, that Teddy should bring little mean Kathleen, which I think I sent you a picture of her. Um, when we like, remember when I was showing you all these weird, different things, I don't think you actually sent the picture. I never got the actual picture. I think I did. I didn't receive it then. You did. No. I'm going to look. I'm going to look. I'm going to look. No. I think you're wrong. I think it's there. I'm going back. We're doing this on the show. This is a complete waste of time. No. Let's see. I'm looking at our picture of the club. Oh, my God. There it is. I never got it. Yes, you did. No, I really didn't. Keep going up until you see Sydney Bacabella. Keep going up. And you said, is that Joe Gavey's younger brother? Oh, back then. Yes. All the way back then. Okay, okay. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, this is highly entertaining stuff. I'm looking at pictures. And, oh, yeah, there's Sydney Bacabella. Yep, yep. And, yep. Oh, lean, mean Kathleen. Yeah, you did. You're right. Little mean Kathleen. So he wants to wrestle her, and he's going to bring Tina San Antonio, whoever that is. So. Oh, that's right. I remember Super Thunderfrog. Yes. Yeah. We got to watch something with Super Thunderfrog on it. Oh, we have to. And we have to watch. What was the other one I really like? There's this guy. He's like an alien guy, but he's from like Toronto. I'm Big Flad. And he's dressed like an alien from space, but he's from Toronto. I found that yes. really funny. That's amazing. Yeah, anyway, that's that made no sense to anybody. I know, but they might figure it out here. Yeah. So. Anyway, so yeah, so that's going to happen. Um, there's going to be a mixed tag at some point. No, this next week, in two weeks, never. I don't know, but it's a thing. Ready for my favorite gimmick of the night? <gasps> I, this is awesome. This is so funny, and I didn't see it coming. Nope. And it cracked me up every time. This was really funny. So we have, I don't know which one you liked, but we have um, Wall Street Guy CPA. CPA so, is fantastic. Yeah, like... He comes to the ring and he's very unassuming. He's in a shirt and tie. He looks a little, 
a little oddly chunky, which I didn't put two and two together, but it makes sense later. He needs people to hold the steps for him as he walks into the room. He doesn't want to hurt himself. He doesn't want to hurt himself. And he's, he's just, just, this, this, it's just weird at the moment. I can't quite work out whether he's coming or going. I don't know what to make of him, but we'll get to what he is. He's fighting Love Doug. Not Love <laughs> Doug, Love, comma, Doug. <laughs> and Love Doug looks like... Um, there's He's, a lot of Joey Janela style guys. Yeah, if he was Cuban, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they've got the really cheesy um, rose petals filter on the screen, which yep. you get with only the worst editing suites. <laughs> and he has literal flowers in his hand, and he has love heart, like Sonny's out of love hearts. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, this is this is what he is. And it's very like, I don't know if they're meant to be um, sexually ambiguous, but there's a lot of like here. I'm gonna like love Doug gives CPA flowers. Well, I think it's because he's Cupid. So he, whoever he's in the ring with, he he's got him. I think that's how it goes. I think, but well, but CPA gives the flowers back and then they kiss. And I wasn't quite <laughs> sure what angle it was, but it was entertaining. I was yes. fine with it. It was. Now this is this is what got me. It was the awesome. Match starts, this was so. This actually, I legit like genuinely laughed. So the match is just going, and then CPA gets angry. And he's going to rip off his shirt. He rips off his shirt to reveal another shirt underneath. Another <laughs> shirt and tie under his oh, shirt and tie. That was, that was so funny. What? Such a stupid gimmick. But, oh, that really got me. He won the night because of that. And it gets better. But yeah. Anyway, at one point, there's rose petals to the eye. Oh, no. You know, oh, no. Petals to the eye. My favorite move match- CPA does is right now. Yep. Um. Oh, I might not have written the move because all I he- wrote is, CPA's heating up and he takes off his second he, shirt to well, reveal a third shirt. That's there's another new shirt and tie, but before he does that, he goes over the rope slowly, carefully sits in in between the ropes and does the laziest 619 ever because oh, he doesn't want to get right. hurt. That's right. He literally sits, pauses, spins, and Love Doug just sells it like it was a it's full 619. It's awesome. Yeah, that was very funny. Yeah, I didn't write that. See, I don't, I don't know how to review these kind of shows. I don't know what I should and shouldn't write, but yeah, that was really, really good. Um, but look, in the end, it was actually quite an entertaining match. I mean, I didn't mm-hmm. mind it at this all. This is the, the most fun match on the show, I think. Yeah, and the, the shirts to reveal another shirt just reminds <laughs> me of Sting. Of Sting, re- yes. of his mask to reveal Sting. Like, it was it was really good. Um, in the end, it was just a roll-up, though. Love Doug wins with a roll-up. But yeah, yeah good match. I, I really enjoyed that. I'm sure the second time round, the three shirts gimmick is nowhere near as funny. I didn't see it coming, and that just really tickled me. That was really, really probably funny. Al- it's probably always funny, and if there's a third funnier shirt that maybe you weren't supposed to see, or maybe he forgets to put the third layer on, and one time he takes off yeah. shirt and there's nothing there, and just is wearing a tie, there's funny things you can do with that. Also, his one of his finishers is called crunching numbers, <laughs> so that's ridiculous. Of course it is, because CPA charts yeah. an accountant. Um, and I'm sure if it was a regular gimmick, you'd get the, oh, yeah. Time he takes up a shirt. And that would be good fun. So CPA, you win tonight. I really liked that. That's that was good. Cool. Um, now we have an actual, almost a proper wrestling match. Um, two we do, teams. But, for, but first we have yep. an ad though, because this is important to know that they keep talking about this tag team tournament that's coming up. And I don't know when it is, but it is the. It is the ECW-inspired Saturn and Cronus Eliminator Cup. So that went over my head. There's, well, yeah, that's that's uh, digging deep. That's digging deep from the past there. So, so true wrestling fans like yourself get that. I I missed that one. 
I yeah. missed that one. So, and I'll be honest, I just I just fast forwarded through the ads because I'm like, I don't need to see this ad fast forward because it wasn't. Well, some were like twenty seconds or ten seconds. Oh, mate, if I can save three minutes, I'll save three minutes. Wow, all, I don't think there was three minutes of ads in this whole show. No, nah, there wasn't, but you know, I just scrubbed forward. Um, this match now, next match. Now, as you see, a lot of matches in this night. It's two hours of like four hundred matches. It's it's short, sharp, fast action. There's no there's no time to delay here. This is the Wild Dogs, which is just like kind of gangsters type guys. Like there's just gangsters kind of gimmick versus the Miracle Generation, which is MSK Light versus Generation <laughs> Me, Young Bucks wannabes. Yes. So you know what these guys are bringing to the ring. They're very MSK Light. Yes. Very much that. Like even down to the way they look, you know, they're very MSK. Um, they start the match with a bark off. Of course they do. Well, it's the wild hound and the bulldog are in the wild dog. So of course yeah. they would. So they both barked, but they didn't really commit to it. It was like a oof and a and that was it. Like, okay. Could have committed a bit more to that gimmick. Um, but these teams put on an adequate showing. Yes. I, we have literally without hyperbole and without using that word incorrectly, we've seen worse on NXT 2.0. Oh, by far. Yeah. So like this match was, these all these guys know how to put on a match. It wasn't going to rock the wrestling world, but it was it was entertaining. It was a high energy, lots of interesting spots, good fun match that kept you entertained the whole time. So I was I enjoyed this match. There's nothing, you know, nothing yeah. to tell you. This is the problem again. I don't have too much to say about it, but it was a good match. The gimmicks worked. The guys worked. I'm just filling in time to make it sound like I actually watched the match when I didn't have much to say about it. But yeah, not bad. Miracle Generation get the win. After the match, Church of Gen- Church of Generation, Church of Greatness, fulfilling their promise to, you know, take his sins out Uh-oh. on everyone. In, in, yep, they come out and they attack Miracle Generation, and then the Haven make the save. Oh boy! And I don't know who the Haven are, but they look like Wish.com Usos a little wow. bit. Wow. Maybe. Wish App Usos. This, this, they definitely put this here right after advertising the Eliminator Cup, so that they could say, "Hey, look, here's four tag teams." Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we're gonna get a winner one day. I don't know when that tournament is. So, and everyone, bear in mind, like, I'm not trying to bury these guys. It's just I don't know how was to describe them adequately. Then references we already know. So you know, I don't mean disrespect to these guys. This is just the best way that I can find to describe them. And actually give you a visual image in your brain so you know what you're looking yeah. at. So, you know, I don't mean to be disrespectful. All right. Now, this was cool because I know you mentioned that Max Caster frequented this, but I thought we weren't going to get him tonight because that would just be my luck. But his music drops and I'm like, hey, I yeah. love Max Caster these days. So out comes Max Caster. And that was awesome. He didn't do his rap. No, like- he'd have to. Because what would, what would he write? Like what? Exactly. What would exactly. he say? Yeah. The only thing he could do would be to to talk about, you know, indie wrestling in a negative light, which he's not there to do. So right. he couldn't do the rap. But I do feel like he was trialing a new version of his gimmick. You know how in AEW he's with the ass boys now and they're doing something? Yes. He came in the ring and instead of going, yo, listen, he went, yo, yo. And he did that like seven or eight times to get the crowd into it. And then he dropped the listen. Yes. So I think that was a tester to see if there's legs on that. So we might see that in AEW. You never know. But so he came out and he's got a briefcase, typical wrestling briefcase. And he says that this is an open challenge. $10,000. 
if you can last 10 minutes with hmm. the greatest wrestler in the world, okay. Max Caster. So, all right, fine, all right. no problems. So it's going to be Max Caster versus Cowboy Dude meets Dax Hardwood Light Manders. Manders, the Corn Belt Cowboy. What a bizarre name. It's very weird. I, I don't understand that name. It's strange. It's. Just, I think that's just his real name. It's a weird name. Anyway, <laughs> Manders. Um, Manders. But I'm not going to... The main thing I noticed from this match is it's so immediately obvious. Uh, obviously making this statement, but the, just the, the, the quality difference. I know. Between a legit I know. wrestler and an easy wrestler. Like, Max wow. Caster's wrestling like he's on TNT or TBS. Yes. Like, it's just... It's just such a huge difference. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you got to you got to match your audience, right? you got to you got to come to the level that you're here at. There's no point, you know. And Manders, he held his own in the ring. He sure did. He didn't kill him. Kill him being Max Cast. He didn't injure him. He didn't make him look stupid. It was, it was all right. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like his gimmick because I thought it was a bit, a bit worn, a bit used. I thought there's too many cowboy gimmicks in wrestling today. Well, but he's a real cowboy as opposed to the other cowboys that are fake cowboys. But like Silas Young, who was a real man. I feel like it's been, everything's done. <laughs> yes. I don't know. I don't know. But um, look, I, I, I really, I didn't mind this match, but he only lasted six minutes. Yeah. 49 seconds. So by the way, at the end of each match, they announced the exact minutes and seconds the match lasted for. An unusual detail. I'm not sure yeah. why they need to do that, but they do that. So this match lasted six minutes, 49 seconds. Caster takes his suitcase with him and goes. So, okay. Yeah. He'll be back next week. I now, you him. saw last week on, um, on, yep, was I going to say, on the uh, AW when they did that awesome backstage segment with Billy Gunn and the, the kids. Yep. 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 It was so good. I enjoyed it. Well, it looks like that match on um elevation was the acclaimed in the gun club against the shook crew really and others yes uh-huh wow that's interesting so they're on yes yeah, so if you want to see more of these guys they're on um they're on elevation you know what? So as someone who's never really watched indie wrestling in any way other than, you know, attending the odd show if it's local because we've got nothing else to yeah. do, that that moment right there where you're like, oh, Shook Crew, it's nice to go, oh, I saw them here. Let's go see them yeah. over here. Like, that's that's kind of cool. I think that's so, too. Nice, yeah, that's all right. I don't mind that. That's okay. Cool. And good on AEW for actually using independent wrestlers and not, you know, um, ex-sportsmen. <clears throat> of course. They do that. They do that all the time on the, the dark shows. But that's what's needed. You know, that's what wrestling needs. Not Steveson. Ew. That guy? Ew. Yes. Yeah. That horrible guy. I'm trying to get the exact names here. So give me one second. Um, it was the acclaimed in the gun club against, yeah, it, Zach Clayton, Lucas Chase, um, Bryce Donovan, and GKM. So there you go. Yes. If you, you If you watch Elevation, you will see some of these guys there. So. And Bryce Donovan was the guy who opened our show tonight. Yeah, yeah, and did the mad finish. So he w- he wouldn't get to do that finish on um, AW. That's for sure. No, because they will no. not be winning. Yes, <laughs> and and you know while we're on AEW, I really like you know what mate this ass boys and Max Caster thing. I wouldn't have put them together in a million years. Nope, and it's and amazing. Look, it works. Yeah, Hookhausen wouldn't have put them together in a million. Me years. Me neither, and it's and- gold. 
that is going to be huge. That's going to be absolutely yep. ginormous. Yep. Like, good on them. God, I they love just that. try stuff and look at that. And you know what? If it doesn't work, then just kill it. Yeah. Just kill it. Just move on. Like that's how you do it, man. It's not. Yeah. It's not rocket science. Now, we have an actually decent promo. Like yeah. this next promo was actually like completely passable. It's the problem is his name, Big Bacon Brad <laughs> Hollister. Like, okay, comedic name, but super serious and intense character. She needs to get a better name because, yeah. you know, but anyway, he's sitting on steps because I just want to track all the awesome locations they're cutting promos This reminded from. me so much of like Raven on the ECW steps. This, that's what this oh, reminded me of. He was tapping into a lot of that, a lot of that super intense, yeah. but he's cutting a promo on some bloke named Alec and I didn't get his last name. So we're just going to call him Alec. Al- it's the prize Alec Price. There we go. I knew it was something like prize or price, and I didn't want to write it and sound wrong, so I thought you'd fill yeah. in the gaps. It's both, but it's both. It's both prize and price. Yes. Yeah, and he's super intense, and he's saying that you know I'm I have no problem hurting you, and I will hurt you, and yeah. it was believable, and it was good. So good, good promo. Mm-hmm. And then he's in he's in a match right now, so he's going up against a bloke called Fifty Cal, who is basically <laughs> Kid Rock <laughs> with a mullet, kind of, you know, in a weird way. And and if you want an idea of Brad Hollister, he's kind of like Pudgy Bron Breaker, kind of maybe, maybe Pudgy, whatever I'm trying to say. Maybe it gives you an idea of how he looks. Yeah. Um. But this is this is a pretty hard hitting match. Um. Brad Hollister is again pretty stiff in the way he delivers things and yeah. pretty believable as well. Mm-hmm. Um. He doesn't pull punches and it looks like he could hurt you. And so this was a believable match. They go back and forth in the end. Hollister wins with a rear naked choke, which he doesn't release. Yeah. And then it's just a little bit of a touch that we've seen Kevin Owens do when he's on heel runs and other wrestlers. But he holds um, 50 Cal in the rear naked choke while he cuts his promo yep. on Alex Price. So I like that. I, yeah. I always like that kind of thing. So that looked cool. So that was all right. So um, Brad Hollister probably will be in title pitches sooner or later in this promotion. because I, I would think, think so. He is the yeah. right size. He's that kind of a tough guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the main event tonight, um, Ichiban against someone like Brad Hollister would right. be a really fun match to watch. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's actually decent. So good on him. And then I didn't expect this. We have a recap with Alex Reynolds. Look at Dark that. Order. So he's there too. Yeah. Yeah. But I'll tell you, he's really good on BTE and on AEW, but his promo, he was pretty, pretty bad. <laughs> it was not his best work. Well. I don't know why. It was, it's very stilted and slow. And well, the they don't even show it all. And... This is just a recap. So. But that's the problem. I feel like they had to edit it to make it look half Oh, decent. that's sad. That's what it looked like to me. But I love Alex Reynolds. Like, I'm a big fan. So, yeah. He, you know, he, it wasn't his best work. But anyway, he's going up against Fancy. No, sorry. The yeah. recap was about him going up against Fancy Ryan Clancy. Yes. Um. And Reynolds, basically, after they fought, the promo he was cutting was saying, you're going to face Steven Stenson and you better win. You right, better beat but, but Reynolds cheated to win to prove to him you have to do whatever it takes to win that match. Correct. So a little bit of a mentor-student mentor yeah. kind of thing going on there. So, okay, that's fine. Um, and then we have that match. So it's another cowboy gimmick. So it's the third cowboy gimmick well, but the, Yeah, two of them, the, the, the clip-clop one and this guy are both <laughs> on Stetson Ranch. So that's why they're like those fake cowboys from that place. Ah, I didn't put two and two together. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Are they a tag team? I would assume then. Yes. 
Okay. So it's Steven Stenson and his first thing. So Stenson has, and tell me if I'm wrong, the highest trunks in the history of wrestling. They're pretty high. I'm pretty sure they covered his nipples. They're pretty high. Yeah. They were so high. Mm -hmm. And then they're going up against fancy Ryan Clancy, who also has extremely high trunks. And I, I don't get that look. It looks really weird. Yeah. Very old timey. Anyway, this is where I write, all these matches exist on the spectrum of decent. They're just nothing amazing. They're just <laughs> decent. So this match was decent. Um, there wasn't really too much funniness, but this was the match where Clancy wins with a Russian leg swing. What the heck? I couldn't believe that. He's like, do anything you have to to win. Side Russian leg sweep. Okay. That's not what he meant. That's that is not, not a finishing move. Stop it. If that was the gimmick, that he goes, you said do anything. And he's like, I didn't mean a Russian leg sweep. <laughs> it worked, that be though. Funny. That would be funny. It did work. What did MJF beat Darby Allen with? Um, a side headlock or a, yeah. something like that? Mm -hmm. so that's the same kind of ballpark as that. Yep. So, uh, in, in Russia, we can say we've seen someone win with a Russian leg sweep now. That's so there weird. you go. Um, and this is where I write, in this, in this promotion, it seems like any actually wrestling move can be a finisher. So, <laughs> yes. so there you go. We're getting close to the end of this because, oh, wow, we're getting very close. To yeah, the, the main event's it's next. Main event time. So before we get to the main event, it's the Miracle Generation cutting a promo, strangely, on behalf of Ichiban. Ichiban, I think we're meant to believe he's like a Japanese wrestler, but I don't But he's clearly he's, not. He's clearly not. Was he doing an accent? I think he's oh. doing an accent, and then when when they announce him, they call him number one Ichiban, which means number one, number, number one. one. Number one, number one, exactly. <laughs> you know what's funny, though? I spent this, even though I heard that and wrote that down, I spent this whole match going, what does Ichiban mean again? I've <laughs> yeah, that's pretty that funny. Um, I was going to say something, but it slipped me. So Ichiban versus... Channing Thomas, world-class Channing Thomas, who is your classic arrogant heel in the mold of William Regal, kind of vibe, kind of looked a bit like him, kind of had that arrogance, wore the, the short robe, uh, typical heel, and he, the music he comes out to cracked me up. It won't crack you up. Only me, only Aussies, because he came out to Simply the Best by Tina Turner. Oh, yeah. And that might just be a song to you. But for anyone in Australia, they'll know that Simply the Best was the best theme song to the National Rugby League tournament here that ever existed. <laughs> wow. So as soon as I hear it, I'm transported back to 1994. Well, that's awesome. Watching my favorite football team. You know, it was just, it was just, it was funny for Aussies. This is where the uh, ring announcer says, and for the main event, we ask the fans to step back <laughs> feet from the ring apron. Yep. And you hear people go, what? Why? And, and it's like the right side of the ring just goes, nope. Yeah, pretty happening. much they don't move. And I mean, don't you think that this building, if it's there every Thursday night, has a lot of the same people there and they should know this already? Oh, you can tell everyone knows everyone here. <laughs> you can just tell. <laughs> and they may be kind of channeling impact crowds if you get where I'm going with that. Yes. Um, We'll just leave it there. Yeah. But. This is, so Ichiban, again, to give you an analogy, kind of a little bit ricochet kind of If ricochet vibe. was two feet tall, no, he's not that yeah. short, but yes. No, look, Ichiban was, he did all the work in this match. Oh my God, he did all the Of heavy course business. he did. Like, I've never seen a match where it's so evident who's who's running the match. He's calling the shots and doing yeah. everything. 
Because when he got attacked, he he did it really like there was nothing wrong with Channing Thomas. Like he's got a character and he played it okay. Um, but yeah, it was poor Ichiban did everything here. Mm-hmm. We got to tell a story. So Channing Thomas comes out with a guy named Sidney Bacabella, and now, Sidney Bacabella is a goon, a sleazebag kind he's of. He's a manager. goon. His gimmick. I mean, this is if you go back to Chikara, you know this guy. Um, but his gimmick is he was a f- former. WWF Hall of Famer <laughs> and has been around in wrestling scenes since the 70s. Oh, so. that's why he was holding his ring up to the crowd yes. and to people. That was his old, old Hall of Fame ring before he got thrown out of the Hall of Fame for I don't know what reason. Okay, nice touch. And I didn't recognize him. I'm not going to pretend. I watched Shakara for about uh, 15 minutes, it feels like. There was a phase when they were doing their Back to the Future and they, they were really hitting their, their storytelling and they were really... Remember when they did the Back to the Future game? Yeah, that was that was some of the best. The time travel stuff was some of the best storytelling there was. Yeah, I watched it during that era. I remembered the name somehow. I don't even know if it was around then, and I didn't know where I recognized the name from. Maybe it was from that. There was a time when Bacabella was the director of Fun. I remember that. Oh, director of Fun. I remember that. Don't forget, Bob Saget was director of Fun for a day too. Chikara could have done something. I know. Like and I think you would know better than anyone on the planet. I but- was I was there a lot. I was backstage a lot. I was shooting video a lot. I was there so much. And then yeah. I go away and then what happens? The whole place implodes. So it's your fault. It's not my fault. It's your fault, Joe. You shouldn't have let him be, man. They needed you. Nah. There, there's no yeah. way there's no way I would have known the weird corruption that was going on in there, so yeah, it's a shame because I think I think Chikara was my first ever exposure to anything other than um, TNA or WWE. Wow! I didn't I didn't know wrestling like that existed, and I'm like I'm like um, oh my god I'm gonna sound like an idiot now. What are they What do they call faces and heels? I've had a mental blank. Technicos and Rudos. And Rudos, that's it. And I'm like, what is this? And then the comic style, I'm like, this is wicked. What mm-hmm. is a worker at? What is a soldier at? This is so cool. I was full into it for like 35 seconds. Yep. But anyway. All right, so the reason I had to introduce Sidney Bacabella is because he gets ejected from the ring very early on, and that's an important note to take forward in this yes. match. Um, so, as we said... Hey, Ichiban, but he won't, he won't leave. Miracle Generation has to come out and take him away. Yeah, yeah, so they carry him out of the ring, and then, all right, he's gone, apparently, right? He's gone. Yeah. Forget about it. We think. Forget about it. Ichiban does all the work. Ichiban has, um, I was about to say Regal, has Thomas in a cloverleaf and... You know, Thomas is fighting towards the rope. So Ichiban drags him all the way over to the far side of the ring. So there's no way he can claw his way over. And as he's setting up position from nowhere, he gets a handful of white powder in his face. What the? And we're like, where did that come from? Was it under the ring? Was it the crowd? What happened there? So Thomas takes advantage and gets the win. And then we're like, who did that? Who did this? And then we see... Bacabella entered the ring dressed like a member of the crowd. And so he never actually left. And so that was it. He's He cost Ichiban the win. So this will go somewhere in the future. But Bacabella yeah. and his conniving ways got the win for Channing Thomas. And that was your main event. That was it. And that was it. Wow. Wasn't and great. Wasn't terrible. I had fun with it, though. And is that really not all we're looking for when we've come from a, a world of pain with NXT 2.0? Oh, it is a world of pain. That is certainly a world of pain. And as much as this didn't, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to, you know, fake it. This didn't rock my world. I wasn't. I didn't think it was gonna. I just thought it was something different. 
it, it, I'll, I'll watch it again over NXT. No problem. <laughs> because at least it knows what it is. At least it's a... It's 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 not pretending to be a company that no. cares. It's not pretending to do like it knows what it is and it is what it is, and so I can accept that. You know, as you always said with NXT, if you weren't a billion dollar company, would probably accept it. But you are, so we're not. Yeah. You know, so it was what it was. So yeah. a bit of fun. I thought so too. Wrestling open, everybody. Wrestling Check open. Check it out. And then Check it out. Um, what's the website? Independentwrestling.tv. Um, so if, again, a better description of Sydney Bacabella, I think, is if you know the Beastie Boys sabotage video and the, with the fake wigs and <gasps> yes. sunglasses, it's that because he even takes his wig off and uses it as like he throws it at you, and you can see he's just some bald guy. So it's pretty funny. Yeah. So. Hey, you got a problem with bald guys? Nope. <laughs> But is that's it, that's it, the gimmick. Aren't all the men who review on this show at least part-time bald guys? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. don't you shave your head sometimes? I shave too? my head all the time. Yeah. I'm it's not fun. sure. I can't remember what Hum Nama Hummer's head is. No, he is has hair. Guys well? He has hair. Ah, you ruined it. Get him off Sorry. the show. Sorry. I'll throw him out later. But for oh, right man, now. Get him out of here. No, I can't throw him get out. Get him out of here. <laughs> now, Joe, do we get to spin the wheel now? Or is we that do. thing for the main show? No. No, we get to do it so here. Excited. I'm we'll so talk excited. about it on the main show, but we're going to spin it here. Um, maybe we'll even do a, a special treat and put the show out for free so people, everyone can hear this so that they want to get in on this fun. We'll spin madness. I think so. Everyone right. loves the noise, man. And just that, that you know, you don't know what's coming. You don't. Okay, what I'm going to spin get? it. I'm excited. I'm when so excited. You, you, you tell me and I'll, I'll go. So you do me a ca- countdown then. Joe? Spin the wheel. Three, two, one. There it goes. Where it stops, nobody knows. Black Label Pro. Oh, I saw that when we were looking through the uh, the website before. Okay, so we're going to watch whatever the latest thing is from Black Label Pro. Now, do we want to describe it mildly? Because I think this is an independent promotion that takes itself a bit more seriously oh i'm sure it is yeah i don't think um, it's like this promotion i think it looked like proper wrestlers the way they looked from when i looked at them for two seconds yeah i think they're a little bit more serious and the name implies that too so we might get yeah. better wrestling well first thing we'll look at wasn't black label pro the one we looked at where it was like super fancy dressed wrestling or something like that no wasn't that fancy wrestling i think that was called fancy wrestling but i think it was from them it could have been. Well, I mean, wouldn't that be Black Tie Pro? <laughs> Maybe. That's true. That's a good point. And I think that's a different company. Um, there's a show June 4th, but that's too far away. So let's see what we're going to watch here. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> Black Label Pro, May 1st is the latest show. I can't make this up. Tell me I'm tell me I'm lying here. It know, says you're lying? I don't fa- know. Black Label Pro Fancy Wrestling Professional Grappling with a Dress Code. Oh, it is that one. That's the exact one that I showed you oh, like two weeks ago. But then to be fair, really I showed you a lot of different things. But I showed you that the other the, the the alien thing and the other thing. Wow. Okay. There it is. Black Label Pro, Fancy Wrestling. Yep, Wrestling with a Dress Code. All right, this is what we're going to watch. So that if everybody wants fun. to watch along, um, 
And I'm not going to say anything that's on the card because it's already happened. So I don't want to spoil anything for anybody or any of the surprises or who's on it. So just can I can I just say one of the rest of us? Yes, Dan the Dad. Dan the Dad is on this in that Dan promotion. The Dad, wow, <sighs> fancy. Hey, this sounds this sounds all right. It does. There's this, some names that people are going to know. There's actually one looking at this list. There's I'm going to say good one, two, three. Um, Wait a sec. Four, five, six, seven. Wow. There's a lot of there's people they're going to know. Yeah, there's a lot of names. And I reckon some of these names we might know, but not under these names. Actually, there's a lot. Yeah, the more I look, okay, this is wrestlers that we all know. This could be good. Is that the BLP Midwest Championship? Uh-huh. The Challenger? Is that who I think it is? Is yeah. he still wrestling? Um... Who am I thinking of? I'll tell you off air. Yeah. Spoiler. No spoiler. You're going to have to find out who I'm confused about. Yes. I think you are confused about him. Do you mean the first guy? Wait. Do you mean the first guy or the second guy? No, the challenger. The second guy. Oh, that's the guy from Impact. Yeah. Not anymore, but. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Um, So today in this episode, we've had us look at pictures and describe them and now look at a name on a screen that no one can see and talk about it. Podcasting 101, ladies and gents. Yes. So this should be good. I think so too. Um, So there you go. Now everybody knows we're watching and then um, so watch that. And then when we come back again, we will review it. And I believe that's our show, everybody. So um, thank you, Craig. Thank you for listening at listeners. And thanks storm tamers, wheel of fun, wrestling spinner or whatever. Um, Until next time. Bye everybody.